so many people lost their jobs. I kept mine because I was making money for the company. And I spoke to the MD a few times about getting a pay rise and wanting to earn more money because I wasn't getting paid that well for somebody in my position. And one day he brought me into his office and I thought, yes, finally, I'm getting the pay rise, I'm getting the promotion. And he says, look, we're just hemorrhaging money here. We've got to let you go. And I said, what? I'm making like half a million for you guys a year? What do you mean let me go? He goes, look, nothing personal. You're getting replaced by a graduate. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined by Niraj Kapoor. Now, Niraj previously featured on episode 166 of Broken Bulbs, so make sure you check that out as well. After 23 years in London running sales teams, Niraj wanted to raise the standards of sales, so he wrote a book, Everybody Works in Sales. He then set up his own coaching and training company to keep businesses accountable to help them achieve results. He's since delivered sales training to over 300 small businesses. But in an earlier role, despite being good at his job, he was let go. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support. Whether that's leaving a review, sharing the show with a friend or family member, or going and supporting me directly on Patreon. That's a huge help. It takes a lot of money, time, and energy to make this show happen. So you can go to patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Remember, Williams is W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. That's patreon.com slash alexwilliams. Or just click the first link in the show notes and it'll take you right there. Enjoy the show. Niraj Kapoor, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? Alex, I can't wait. Thank you. Fantastic. Okay, so let's talk about you losing your job all the way back in 2010, despite being fairly successful at it. Do you want to fill us in? What happened? It was quite, it's quite a shock because there are certain things in life you never expect. And I was working at a, a British company, a very well-known newspaper called The Guardian Newspaper Group, and I was running their conferences and events. I'm doing very well. Um, we had a recession in 2008. So many people lost their jobs. I kept mine because I was making money for the company. And I spoke to the MD a few times about getting a pay rise and wanting to earn more money because I wasn't getting paid that well for somebody in my position. And one day he brought me into his office and I thought, yes, finally, I'm getting the pay rise. I'm getting the promotion. And he says, look, we're just hemorrhaging money here. We've got to let you go. And I said, what? I'm making like half a million for you guys a year what do you mean let me go he goes look nothing personal you're getting replaced by a graduate i said well that is really personal i've worked with you for like five years that's really insulting you know i was so upset and he says look it's nothing personal it's business and that was it and after five years there was no goodbye party there was no there was nothing it was so cold and i remember being really hurt and going to job interviews and people asked me what i was looking for and why I left The Guardian. And unfortunately, in the job interview, I came across as a really hurt, angry man. Understandably, I had a family to support, and I had a wife, and I had a daughter. How was I going to support them? This just, I didn't know what to do. And unfortunately, when you go for job interviews, nobody wants to hire somebody who's angry and pissed off at their employer. (laughs) So nobody hired me. And after almost three months, it's like, I can't pay the mortgage anymore. And I defaulted the mortgage payment. And I'm like, oh, God. What do I do now? I was so scared. And my my we had interventions. So my wife at the time sat down with my daughter and my father. My father flew over with my mother, and they had an intervention saying, "Look, you're depressed. You're very angry. We've got to sort. We've got to sort this out. Otherwise, it's going to be bad." 
And I'm very lucky that I have a father who is a doctor in the community. So he sees these things all the time. Him and my wife, my wife owns, had a beauty salon at the time, still does, very successful, very smart woman. All her clients are in their 40s and 50s. So she knows all about men's mental health and breakdowns and, and depressions and infidelities and all those stupid things men do because she hears about them all the time. Being a beauty therapist is like being a psychotherapist. Uh, so they knew about the depression, but I refused to acknowledge it. And so I went to the bookshop to get some help. Um, and I arrived at the self-help section. It was full of middle-aged to elderly women wearing sandals and socks and cardigans. And I thought, oh, God, no, I can't. I was so embarrassed. I ran back downstairs to look at my soccer magazines. I love playing soccer, and I love reading soccer magazines. And on the way there, I came across this magazine called Success, How to Improve Your Life. And I thought, okay. And there was a guy called Tony Robbins inside, never heard of him. There was Jim Rowan. There was, you know, books like Think and Grow Rich. There was Stephen Covey. There was Les Brown. All these truly amazing people who I'd never heard of. And back in those days, you had audio CDs in the magazine. So there are 90 minutes of audio CDs of interviews with people. I've never listened to an audio CD unless it was like rock music. So all of a sudden, I'm reading the magazine, and it's so emotional. It's like the power of living is giving. And if you want to be successful, you've got to take 100% responsibility. I'm like, really? And the more you learn, the more you earn. I'm like, what? I mean, this is all very new to me. Because until then, I'd been reasonably successful in sales just by working my ass off, outworking people and caring about my customers. Those are great skills to have, but they only take you so far in life. And so Reading Success Magazine, which I subscribed to for almost seven years, changed my world and changed my life and personal development, gave me hope. It rebuilt my confidence. And all of a sudden, I started going from interviews. And within a few weeks, people wanted to hire me. And for the first time, instead of just becoming a salesperson, I became a sales manager at the equivalent of a Fortune 500 company. It was called Informa. And they're a beast of a company, thousands of employees worldwide. And I became a manager. And that just took me on a different level because I kept reading and learning. They sent me in management courses. They sent me in sales courses. I had a mentor in the company. And all of a sudden, I had the next five years of my life, I achieved everything I wanted financially. I achieved all the awards and success. It was amazing. That's why I'm always saying to people, you've got to be reading books every day. You've got to be listening to podcasts every day. You have to be going on courses twice a year. You have to have a coach. It will take you to a level you cannot even begin to imagine as possible. Yeah, you know, I, I especially like that bit about listening to podcasts every day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought <of> you <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, But this ties in actually with our conversation that we had last time you were on. If people want to listen to that, that's episode 166. If they tune in, we talk a lot more about that finding mentors and finding people to support you. And it sounds like in this lesson, after losing your job and struggling through this, that you did find mentors in these audio CDs, in management training, in books, in in podcasts eventually, and as these things developed. Now, you, you say uh, read books and podcasts and listen to podcasts. What specific recommendations would you give to people if if they really want to improve? Are there any books that you would immediately put some point somebody to? Yes, certainly. In terms of personal development, there's what I like to call the classics. So there's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. There's Start With Why by Simon Sinek. 
pretty much anything by Tony Robbins is good. Personally, I think Tony Robbins' videos are better because his energy comes across so much better on video than it does in the book. Uh, Les Brown, Jim Rowan, who, who mentored uh, Tony Robbins. Jim Rowan's one of my heroes, the late, great Jim Rowan. Anything he has done will blow your mind. I mean, really and truly. And these are like the basic building blocks. And then once you've done that, you start reading business biographies and, and you start reading sales books and LinkedIn books. And you just read more and more. But reading is like has become the last over 10 years now such a big part of my routine. It's not negotiable. When I go on a holiday, I still take books with me. It's a pleasure I look forward to every morning when I make up for half an hour. Without exception, without fail, I read for half an hour. And then late in the afternoon when I walk the dog, I spend half an hour listening to a podcast as well or an audible or an audio CD. Yeah, I like that. You make a habit out of it. And ultimately, that helps you make a habit out of personal growth and development. I like that. So read more and more. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now. What are you up to and where can we go to find you and your work and support you? What's working with me now is I still read every single day. I still listen to podcasts, but I focus more on my network now as well, building relationships with people because so much of my business is relationships. And to anybody listening, you want to grow your business, have better relationships. That's how you do it. And in terms of finding me, you can find me on LinkedIn, Nairaj Kapoor, or go to everybodyworksinsales.com. Excellent. And I'm going to have links to all of that down in the show notes so that people can go and follow along with you and see how you continue to grow and hopefully take some of that into their own life as well. And with that, I just want to say thank you once again, a second time for joining me. Absolute pleasure. And I want to say a big thank you to Tizer Evans, who very mm. kindly introduced us as well. A, yeah. Amen. Tizer is awesome. Former guest of the show. Thanks again. And thank you for listening. Read every day and surround yourself with people who help you grow. Special thank you to Niraj for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, which of course I've linked in the show notes. And if you want to hear more Niraj on broken bulbs, check out episode 166 as well. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.